Uh, hello, friends. It's Caitlin and Shanika with Get Checkered. Get Checkered is part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown and community supported. How are you? The Bon Journal. Yes, I'm tired. Physical. <laughs> <laughs> but we were watching the race earlier today, and we were watching it at the bar um, with, with friends, and that was fun. But I do find, and we've said it before, watching those races and then coming here, writing down little noty notes, doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always the afternoon ones are so difficult. I don't know what it is. Even though, like, we have the opportunity to sleep in mm-hmm. and whatever, but for some reason, it's just, like, you're extra exhausted. Yeah. But, cool. How are you? How was your past week? It was good. Super uneventful. Just, like, very excited for... We had beautiful weather in Calgary for the last week. It just started raining, but... Which we need desperately in Alberta. We yeah. We're having a lot of wildfires right now. Um, so, uh, anyways, really nice to have a lot of sun. Yeah. How was your week? It was good. Um, I did my first day training. You can save all y'all. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. Let's see how it is, though. All right. Single the mile. Hey. On right. Friday. They have us over. She made us some tacos and it was a whole thing. It was fun. You're yeah. a good little host. Thank you. And then I showed Shanika and Adam my, like, the outside cat cage I had because I'm like, oh, the kitties. They want to be outside when I'm outside, obviously. Um, and the catio is on Wayfair, like $500. So I'm not mm-hmm. in the mood to buy that right now. So I bought like one of those $100 just like outdoor playpens for like dogs. Only the kitties could use it on the patio. Because you don't get it, you guys. The cats are that curious. They will jump that barrier. And there's nothing on the other side except a fall of three stories. <laughs> um, so oh, God. just got to keep them protected. But... Yeah, you saw that. Had to return it today, though. Yeah, because cats hated it. They did not like. <laughs> I hated it. I also saw Caitlin yesterday, too. We were on a hunt for yes. a used bike at YYC Bike Swap, Alberta Bike Swap is the company. Um, I guess it was me that was looking for a bike and all of Calgary because <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. we went there at the right time-ish. And the lineup was insane, and then like you kind of take a peek into the gym, and you see there's not even no bikes, bikes left, and no you're like, oh. <laughs> so we waited for like 40 minutes, yeah, just to not even get inside and call it. And, and we were like, it's still snakes around like this hallway, comes yeah. back, and then has to go down the long hallway. And it's like there's not enough bikes for everyone, so we called it. Yep, we'll find Shanika a bike else. Where? Um, but Shanika took me to some new places. Yeah, we were in the northeast of Calgary. So it's basically, um, I would say, probably the most ethnically diverse portion of the city. And I took Caitlin to, we went to the Samosa factory, which was super busy. Caitlin picked up like so many samosas. I fucking love a good samosa. And then <laughs> I dragged her to Batia, which is a like sari shop. Because yeah, I was like, yeah, this is a thing. Um, what else did I do? And before I saw you, I had lunch with Miranda, my friend that's getting married, with states, is home for a little bit. We went to Carino. If you're ever in Calgary, I need a restaurant to go to, go to Carino. I've never been, but I've heard it recommended so many times. It's bomb. I'm going to describe it, but it's just a poor description. I, I think it puts people off, but it's Japanese Italian fusion, but not done how you think fusion's done, I guess. It's just done really, really well. Um, she loved, they have a lasagna. It's a gyoza, I think is what they call it. It's gyoza that they have in a meat sauce mm-hmm. and top with stuffed cheese and things like, like that. That sounds incredible. Yeah, so she loved it. Um, they also have ramen, the usual things. But yeah, so it's been like a busy weekend. It also might feel like why we're so tired. Maybe. We just need to roll out. We've been doing lots of things. Yeah, I was cat sitting, good cat sitting this weekend too. Um, and so I was spending a lot of time with my friend uh, Jen's cats to try and get them to love me. Mm-hmm. And they love me through scratches, if you were watching the YouTube video. Um, okay. Yep. And, but they're so cute. It's like they're the cats that are, one of them doesn't warm up very easy, but when he does, it's like, you know, you're good. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, so I was a crazy cat lady today. I was looking after like five cats for a weekend. Oh my god, too many cats. Nice. Yes. Okay, so before we jump into this week's race, which was in Miami, which looks beautiful. There was some drama, which I kind of have to pull Caitlin in on. Because I didn't know about it. As we were sitting down, I was like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of weird because it's with like the Tart team. And she was like, what? What is going on? So what do you kind of have up to date now? Because you caught up on TikTok. I did. So I was like watching TikToks in my car as I was waiting for <laughs> But yeah, it caught me up on the Tart drama because so if you guys are aware, like Tart, the makeup company, mm-hmm. sends influencers on trips. Um, they did a Dubai trip last year, which was a huge one. Um, and they yeah. actually did one here in Miami, and they gave influencers tickets to this F1 event. Yeah, um, if you're looking for, if you ever watched, if you're like a YouTube girly like me, uh, there was like an era, I would say definitely pre-pandemic, but it was the trip with Tarte, where they would take all the girlies to Bora Bora. So if you're looking for any other trips they did more than the yeah Dubai. they've done so many this is like a very tart thing but tripping with tart is the hashtag mm. or the handle or the thing to look up anyway interesting so yeah to be honest i don't use tart i don't like the products very much so i don't know where they get all their money from but okay um yeah so they were inviting these influencers to the weekend and um they had given like and they're not cheap right they had like some vip passes some special access um and so like pretty much all the white influencers mm-hmm. got like full weekend tickets yeah but I hear that like there was a black yeah. influencer that didn't even get like the race day as part of her package yeah. and it's like yeah it's super weird and I know there's been like people that went on um the, the first leg of the trip to whatever island because it was there was the Dubai one, but before the F1 race, everyone was on a beach somewhere. Oh. Um, they A lot of people on that trip came out and they said, well, you know, it's all dependent on how much followers you have, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. And that is true to some extent, totally believe that. But the thing is, Tark has had an issue for years with not having diversity on these trips for like not treating influencers fairly or equally or with equity. Um, like I said, they've been doing these trips for years. So it's been a constant issue. And for it to like somehow get tied into F1 weekend where, yeah, this black creator, um, she has put out another statement actually being like, we've worked it out, it's all fine. But it seems like it's a bit more of a gag order because anyone that knows Tarte or has been any, like watching any of the YouTube videos um, for the last decade or so, um, there's been a lot of black influencers who come out and said that Tarte is problematic. And like, so I guess the Tarte CEO came out with a video, right? And I've only seen like small so, snippets of it. It's so like Alex Earl where she's doing well, She's thing. trying to be. And I'm like, man, you're not. <laughs> this is like happy influencers. Like, yeah, you have a makeup company. Cool. Mm-hmm. But you're not a 22-year-old college girl that people no. are following for get ready with me in the morning. No. And she didn't really address the actual concern here. Which was like she said stuff like we just wanted everyone to have a good time, like we didn't mean anyone, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But like I said, this has been a constant thing with Tart. So I they just didn't address the real issue. And if you look at um, one of another creator online showed this, but there was like clips from the Tart team that was there. All of them are white, white women. If you look up PR influence or anything for Tart on LinkedIn, of course not everyone has a LinkedIn profile. It's all white women. <laughs> Um, so just having diversity at all levels of your company and just make sure that it helps you catch all these things. Um, so I well, and okay, so what are the benefits of diversity? It's been researched, like how much better a company can do with diversity. Absolutely, yeah. Right? Like how many yeah. research things have gone out there and said you should do this? So it's like a company like Target, if you're kind of choosing to I'm not going to say ignore but like get defensive over something like this it's like reevaluate because you could be doing better for your company you should be doing better for social reasons like yeah so yeah interesting yeah and the only reason like I said we mentioned this is because it's tied up into F1 Mm -hmm. in this like messy way (laughs) so also one of the videos that came up for me was like 
you shouldn't be getting mad that these influencers are going to F1 and you're not. And I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. Tell me why. <laughs> because like, <laughs> there was one girl and like Alfa Romeo had fun with it and they got publicity out of it. Cause she's yeah. like, she has a lot of followers and she was like, oh my God, I gotta do a hot lap with Alfa Romero. <laughs> <laughs> and Alfa Romeo put it on their Twitter that they're like, Alfa Romero for <laughs> find a lot of them but yeah it's like and going back to why these influencers got their tickets was so it's like it, it is a reward for them right and like they're trying Absolutely. to spread the word and like these influencers do have so many people that follow them and they actually are getting like they got exposure to a lot of new fans that they mm-hmm. wouldn't have otherwise come across yeah um whether it's the honestly like demographic i don't know <laughs> But the whole thing is like a content push, right? So they hope that Alex Earl posts a makeup video and uses, you know, does her get ready with me, but get ready with me for the Miami GP using her products. Yep. Exactly. And it's like, it's a fun weekend. Like that was part of this person's Mm -hmm. whole thing. It's like, yeah, they're like going out to have fun. And that's what the creators are pushing. It's like this big event to go Mm -hmm. to, but like don't pay attention to the event, to be honest. Just like pay attention to like us getting ready for the big event is what these content creators really were doing. Unless you were, what's her name, Madeline White? Yeah, she's a big F1 girly. She is. So she was actually like flipping shit on her Instagram yeah, stories, which is fun to see. Super excited. She is a fashion girly, but she's a huge F1 girly. Yeah. Um, and she has been for a while. Like yeah. it's not like a just this weekend kind of thing. So that yeah. was good to see. Yeah. And honestly, you know, hope the influencers that are there become fans and start talking about the sport more because that's good we'll for everyone. Yeah. But I also hope that they like start to think about what it means to have uh to be a true ally for the other i think the heart needs to do some <laughs> reevaluate and like why is it always tripping with heart why is there no other brands doing this more exclusive brand <laughs> to be honest that's actually a really good question because when i think about it i don't remember i only remember tripping with heart like they're the ones that i constantly 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 remember i just don't remember any other brands doing it and maybe that's my bad and i'm just like confusing everybody because i watch a lot of youtube but i only remember part doing it so i don't know you know what we should just message rihanna our home girl robin fancy Fancy to do a trip (laughs) there's still some american racers coming up this year she should get on it honest to god i would well i would buy every product on that line to be honest and i diversity wouldn't be a problem she's very good rihanna exactly Wait, she could do a lot of things. The amount of like, like um, the fancy by fancy. What is it called? Her clothing line. Savage. 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 Like that. Yeah. That's what yeah. she could kind of mix that in somehow. <laughs> but yeah, so much marketing. Come on, Rihanna, do it so we can go. Exactly. Hey, we were the ones that gave you the idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, that was a big topic right. but yeah, yeah it was because i was asking shanika at the bar i'm like what happened this week it's like kind of quiet with that yeah. one and she's like you did not see this yeah so i see it if you didn't see it this was a thing and <laughs> it is problematic so seriously like we are all here to hold people accountable when we see shit like this so absolutely chat facts yes those were so i i was not doing this race last year y'all yeah, um yeah, because, and Deanna was at the bar with us. Deanna was on the girls' trip to Portugal. We were at last year. Um, so we watched the race late. It went quite inebriated. <laughs> um, I didn't record. So Shanika did all the yeah, recording. I'm recording. I had help from Courtney. So, yeah. Trafax, you can listen to last year's episode. Bless. Um. I will say, uh, of the track facts, which is mentioned later on, but the thing that's been kept consistent is that fake yacht pool thing. Um, what was I saying at the bottom? Like, they're, they're doing it for hashtag save the water. Yeah, Caitlin was like, this is like an like eco-friendly choice. I'm like, it's not. I thought that, like, I get it. Last year, it was like, first year maybe like an, it just wasn't ready mvp mineral bible product you like try it see what people say and then this year there was not real water it was still well, just fake water i heard that they so. were going to have real water like people were like oh it's fine i'll get real water in the miami like area and no no <laughs> it looked so off like can you I imagine think- being on a yacht on hardboard essentially yeah, yeah. i'd be in far rust <laughs> 
I think there's way better ways to activate it if they can't get water. Like, you don't need to use it. You know, be eco-friendly. Don't use the water. But don't put yachts on cardboard. There's well, another way we can it activate it. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. To be honest. Just throw out more tables and whatever. Like, it's fine. Figure out something that. Exactly. Exactly. But, no, that's fun. And then, um, so, yeah, they must have, they had all the overpasses. Were those probably, like, existing overpasses or put in afterwards for, I think, like, accessing different parts of... I think they were existing. Okay. Yeah, because we saw cop cars were, like... Blocking off all yeah. the overpasses. Yeah. So all the cops were getting all out and actually watching the race. React. This race. But then I swear I saw, like, there must be, like, a significant freeway close... Um, okay, I'm thinking it's a significant freeway in the state's minds. It might be a normal, just yeah, second I'm sure. But I thought it was pretty big, and I swear I saw people like pulled off on the side, like on the right hand mm-hmm. side, to like try and get like a sneak peek, like maybe in an area where you could look over the fence or like just hear it and feel it. Um, I'm like, that's not safe. <laughs> oh my problematic, gosh. but. We did that in Portugal. There was not a big highway. Um, there was no one around us, but we pulled off to the side and did exactly that. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what's going on. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else like in particular about this race. Uh, something I want us to figure out, and maybe this is a later episode. Just trying to understand like the Miami Dolphins. Oh, interaction. Yeah, because it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> we'll probably talk about it later, but even like the statue they have at Hermans and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so there's a lot of and so because they're centered around stuff. the Hard Rock Stadium, which is their home. Yeah. So that and like the guy giving out the first award was the owner, owner yeah. of the Dolphins. So he must have been and your partner was saying he had a big part to play in like F one coming to Miami. So yeah, it all checks out, him. right? If he's a billionaire. <laughs> Give more money to more charities, sir. Um but yeah, it's interesting because like I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it yeah, it's weird. They had the paddock in the stadium. Mm-hmm. The paddock in the stadium. That was kind of cool. Also, for one of the like one of the streets was right by like a body of water, so you can see some boats like a real body of water, not a fake body of water, a real body of water. So some boats hanging out. And there also was, I think it's what you probably saw, but just like a strip of land with like a bunch of cars. With cars mm-hmm. going, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what anything is here. Miami, I don't get it, but I want to go. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be like a party one to go to. Absolutely. There was a ton of celebrities. And they had the F, uh, no, the Fast and Furious family there. Yeah. Um, And who was it? It was like Oscar Piastri and Lando and McLaren meeting. Um. It was Michelle Williams and Vin Diesel, and it was like Vin Diesel going for the hug in one of the photos, and McLaren and Vince Hill did like, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> hilarious. I get it, but I'm also cringe. Yeah, equal amounts. <laughs> we should jump into qualifying because we obviously want to talk about the race here and all the famous people we saw. Um, with qualifying, the only highlight, I suppose, or low light is that Charles Leclerc in the final round of qualifying lost control totally smoked his car <laughs> so yeah and it's the same corner yeah the clerk spins out and hits that he spun out and hit a day earlier yeah free practice so it's like which the free practice is very misleading by the way because if you just watch free practice one or just were on twitter it had a mercedes one too mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god this is so exciting but then you watch it back and you're like oh charles screwed up <laughs> Well, okay, and I think like this top, so yeah, um, that's in Q3, mm-hmm. and Max had not set a time before Charles hits that, it was yellow bag, and then it ends up being red leg, and no one else is doing quality runs, so mm-hmm. Max didn't set a time, and he only starts P9 mm-hmm. for the race, um, but thinking back on Charles, so we all talk about, and we, you and I, often talk about <laughs> Ferrari strategy, <laughs> being an absolute garbage bag <laughs> um but with Charles he had so much potential right and he still does mm-hmm. but he's almost airing more lately yeah um, and like that mixed with I'm not seeing a big improvement with Ferrari's strategy I think that's a very systemic thing I think it's very political in Ferrari 
Um, and so does Leclerc have what it takes to actually be a world championship with Card? I don't know. I think that's like, to be fair, I say I don't know, but I don't think so. And I don't think it's on him. I, I Like you said, it's the systemic problems at Ferrari, but I think in general, it's just like a giant lack of trust that hasn't been bridged yet. Like, in my opinion, yeah, they lost in our opinion. They lost a lot of trust last year. Yeah. Like destroyed whatever trust they had with Charles. Yeah. And this year for the strategy team to win it back, it's going to take a lot. Like it's going to have to take Charles winning or, or them being in a really tough race and then them making really strategic calls. And maybe Charles doesn't win, but at least he's like in the points somehow. And yes. it's, you know, yes. like it's a race that he shouldn't have come back from. But we haven't had those moments yet, and I think that's really challenging because you can almost see him deflated. Yes, he he's been acting very down lately. Yeah, it's really sad. Like you can tell he's not. It's not that he's not in it, but compared to last year, right? He was in P two. It was way more competitive. He hasn't even been in P one still at this point. To be honest, he was yeah. right up there, and there he's not even close right now. No. So it's just it's really. It's really sad to see. So, and I think like it's honestly a downward spiral right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's like he's making these errors, and then Ferrari's strategy isn't helping him mm-hmm. get back up, and so he's like just keeps going down. I don't know. There are so many rumor mills going around that like, he could be with Mercedes. So we talked a bit about that at the bar. We did uh, also because you know Lewis is uh, at least with this qualifying he qualified P thirteen, which is. He didn't make it out of Q2. No, which is kind of what happened with Georgie last year. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but Lewis still, he actually had a decent race, but he was slower. And we'll get into it in the race. Yeah. But it's like Max started down, Lewis started down, and we saw a big difference in how quickly yeah. they were making time on. So the car is still an issue, obviously, but it, the giant question mark is like, how long will Lewis stay? Uh, I mean, I think we, I, it'll not be for you, but I would love to see him win another world championship, obviously, given what happened in Abu Dhabi, but it mm-hmm. just, I don't know, and, like, from a business sense, if you have a driver who's not finishing close to their teammate. That's costing that much money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But, so but okay, okay, here's here's just, like, my wild thought right now, thinking on this. He's so much more to Mercedes than just finishing in the points, right? Yeah, it's a he, brand thing, too. He, yeah. 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 Um, like, and Toto said time and time again, like, he, Lewis has a contract for as long as he wants, basically. Um, so, I think for Charles, like, another option is potentially Red Bull. With Checo's. Checo. Or a Max leaves because he's so pissed off at spring. Because, <laughs> uh, what is it? With Checo is older. He's only been mm-hmm. given, like, one-year extensions every single time. Um, but it would like the bridge burned if yeah. if Charles were to leave. But Charles. I think it would be like more like it would be a Ferrari's loss. It would not be a Charles loss no. for that reason. And I think Charles wouldn't go to a team that's not a big contender. Like mm-hmm. we'll see how Austin Martin really fares this year, but like with Alonso, he might want to stick around one or two seasons. Yeah, um, the car's still good. But would you consider changing a Ferrari for an Elf? Austin Martin. For an Aston Martin, <laughs> a good career. I don't know if that's going down the Daniel Ricciardo road. But also the problem there is Aston Martin and Daniel Stroll. Like, I don't know, even for the health of the team, if Lance will ever lose his seat. This is true. He should, just because of how well. He's been doing okay this year. This race was not his race. But he seriously didn't... What did I say? That someone was asking, they're like, oh, he's not doing that. I'm like, he's never really done great. But at least like this, if he's mediocre, he's doing nothing. Yeah. He's like finishing in the points, typically. It's a great car. Like, he's doing he's doing better, but it's still not anything. Yeah. So. Um, I guess we will have to see this shot. I know he wants to win a Ferrari, and I know it's very sentimental to him. Um, I just, yeah, I think like he needs to seriously evaluate like what he's prioritizing. Exactly. So we'll drive, just drive, drive into, dive into race day, the intro. Okay, so Shanika and I, let's set the scene. 
we're coming to the bar and we're like y'all we'll see you there at 12 30 or what i'm like it'd be great to say yeah. hi before the race and then i'm late because i'm at a brunch <laughs> and she told me she was gonna be late and i am driving on 12th Ave, you know with like i'm gonna get there at like 125 and it starts at 130 and i look over at the like finish <laughs> so i was also describing and um so both of us missed the intro and saying slow to work jazz but we heard that there was an interesting intro so we did come back here and we watched to make sure we saw this you know kind of will i am and ll cool j i don't know how i'm gonna remember that it's like with the mix of just question marks in my head and mostly question yeah it was this weird blend of like orchestra music um but then it was will i am conducting yeah right. which apparently is a thing he's done he's like in the that's what he says interview, he's like i've done what did he say he said there was like a song that he, he created was that like from to, mars, to mars or yeah. something so and it's a thing so and then because they're interviewing him well like the end of the race and he was so weird <laughs> but okay i i stand black eyed peas for yeah. a very long time yeah, right of course and i've always known he was weird um but the way he was answering those questions he kept referring to red bull is like the sports drink mm-hmm. <laughs> right and so he's like yeah the sports drink is like out engineering the engineers and he's very like <laughs> active when he's telling this and then he keeps going back like yeah but like imagine your mercedes but then the sports drink drinks you, you. <laughs> yeah that's a mic drop and really like, what is happening and it's, it was just so odd if you get a chance to like i don't know find that on youtube or something yeah it's definitely on youtube i'll actually link it um the post race show or whatever so I, you can watch it because i was like but it was just mind boggling kind of yeah but whatever william is up there orchestrating and this song that the orchestra is playing is called the formula um, which cool. means that they must have asked William to make it. Oh like, yeah, that's what so. he was saying. Which is like, so Miami wants to like be different. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. very, it feels like a choice for sure. It's a very interesting way to be different, especially because the Formula One intro song with all the driver's faces is already so good. And it's actually yeah, and it's it's great. good. It hits. Like I don't think you need more than that. It's great. So I don't know. Uh, they had LL Cool J announcing each of the drivers as they came out. And like, um, how do you describe it? It's like, it's the, like a boxing ring thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're like coming out yeah. and there's Miami Dolphins cheerleaders lining the sides. Yeah. And LL Cool J with the mic introducing them with a nice little like speech about them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what did, what did, so Logan Sargent first out, right? The American. Um, and LL Cool J, what did he say? It was just like something about being like a homegrown local talent back yeah. I think. And then Logan Sargent goes over, grabs the mic, and he's like, what did he say? And then something, something but like, let's bring the energy. Let's, come on, America, let's bring the energy. And it's like, there was nothing more American than what you just said. <laughs> I know, and also it wasn't like the cheers got louder that we could hear either, so it just felt uncomfortable. Quite. Um, Thankfully, none of the other drivers have said anything except for Max. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, Max was out last, and what... So LL Cool J trying to like bring the energy. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Max, I know that was in an ideal like yesterday. Are you gonna come out and just like have a great have a great day today? Are you gonna like yeah. beat everyone? And Max said, Well, I'm gonna try. Because <laughs> like you know how the F1 drivers answer things, right? Like no one's ever like, I'm gonna do it. They're like, we're gonna try. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. It was it was a uh, and then it was like nice juxtaposition. I thought it was not hilarious. Yeah. Well. And I think Max said, yeah, I'm going to try to have a good day. And then LL Cool Day said, well, have a great day. I'm like, okay. Okay. He was introducing, um, so someone from Alpine, he's a French driver from a French team who's won a race. And we're like, it's literally both, both of them. them. <laughs> and they also said, like, they were friends, then enemies, now teammates. And I was like, literally can be both. Yeah, that was like, so weird. <laughs> it was not the best thing. Oh, and they called Yugi small and stature. Oh. Yeah, even though he's small and stature, he, oh he really God. is, and he knows it. But it was like don't say it in the mic, huh? <laughs> uh, And you know, Lewis's relationship with all these people—Lewis is very like Hollywood famous. So mm-hmm. yeah, Lewis was called out like 
you know, you hear LLJ talking, then they cut to him and Lewis like goes up and gives him a hug. Um, and of course, they call him Sir Lewis Hamilton. Important. As they need to, because he is. But, yeah. Okay, on the note of him being Hollywood famous, we missed in last week's episode that Daniel Ricardo was at the Met. We did not talk about that. Because you were not talk about the Met at all? In last week's episode, yeah. Oh, the Met Gala. Because what were we saying? We were. We. What? No, I think we talked about Anne Hathaway and Daniel Ricardo. Am I crazy? I just don't know what he was else wearing. In front of oh, he was um whoever dressed Janelle Monet. Did you see her outfit? Yeah, it was incredible. So the same person. Okay, did we talk about the men? Hold on, you guys. Oh no, we did not write we out. If we did, anyways, anyways, yeah, Daniel Ricardo at the Met was not on my bingo card for this year. I know, but it was not a fashion journalism card. It then, was incredible. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I got us out of <laughs> our notes. <laughs> with my but we can talk chat. about um, Daniel Ricardo. He seems like he had a good weekend. It was cute. Yeah, watching, watching all the Red Bull and Alfatori little videos. There was a lot of content, so definitely check out the YouTube channels and their social. I mean, Yuki had a cute little relationship going. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Because, like, yeah, Yuki doesn't have gear to do those fun things with anymore. Okay. Anyways, okay. Um, Into the race. Yes. So we start the race. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't hear a damn thing throughout the whole race. (laughs) I mean, we were at a bar. Sound wasn't the best. But I swear, you guys could, like, catch some stuff. You were catching stuff and you were farther away than me. Yeah, I was. I'm just looking at Deanna. I'm like, did he just say But the first thing that happened, obviously, Logan Sargent kind of losing control. Uh, the first, and he was already at the tail end. Um, but the announcers were like, it screwed up this whole race. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, he went into pit first, too, and they like just changed his heart. It was just, it was just not a good race for him. But it made me excited because I was like, oh, maybe we see something in this race. I wasn't wrong. That was wrong. Yeah. Well, there was overtakes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's asked who in that regard, but really, it's like, I'm not asking for crashes or anything, but I'm asking for action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but we did still see, oh, we talked about this already. Yeah, but it's uh, Carlos. Yeah, so we, one thing that brought our attention back to the screen, whether you're just talking to someone mm-hmm. casually, um, is the big screech you hear, and like, just smoke going up after a car and like, whoa, what's happening? It was honestly just Carlos screeching because he was entering the pits way too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was too fast. It was dinged for a five-second penalty uh, for doing that. Um, Which was shitty because of how close everyone was. So it it is something that... Did he serve that during the pit or was that added to his time at the end? I think it was added to his time at the end because everyone was on one stop. So... Yeah, that's another thing too. So with Miami last year, um, it was so hot. Remember, all the drivers were like dead. I think like, didn't Lewis have a hard time like physically getting out of the car? Is that that? Correct. I can't remember. I can't remember that either. Anyways, but just like it was really, really hot. It was really hard for drivers. Um, but because of that, it was really difficult to then understand what would happen with tires this time around. The weather was cooler. Hot, wild Florida weather. Um, so about half were on mediums and half were on hards. They weren't sure what was going to happen. There are also throughout the race, you heard the drivers giving a lot of feedback to the team of like, okay, plan A plus 12, plan B minus like whatever, just trying to figure out or trying to say like, oh, I can actually go longer on this stint than I initially thought, or I need to come in sooner, like all that kind of stuff. So there was just a lot that weren't, wasn't known. Um, and even... Christian Horner said it in a post-race interview with Checo that Checo was being uh, like concerned with his tires, taking care of them mm-hmm. for about 10 laps, uh, which might have maybe he didn't need to do, maybe he didn't need to do, but it's just because he didn't know what would happen to the tires. And he was on mediums versus Max being on hards. So yeah, there's a lot that just wasn't known with it being the second time here in Miami. I mean, fair enough. Um now, talking about the tires, though, so Max and Lewis started on hards, and they went a very, very long time. Yeah. We're, at, we're, because we're, it's a 51, right? 51, 57. 57 yeah. lap race. 
and we're seeing them like 43 that these guys still have not pitted and we're like like their tire blowouts on like a lap 39 of the race a few years ago right like my dudes that would spice things up a lot so okay let's see how this goes but nothing happened um what was actually pretty impressive though was how long max was going he was in second to sergio mm-hmm. but max was oh no he wasn't max was in first yeah sergio was in second and max kept increasing the time gap you yeah. know he was on like the older tires um sergio changed the hearts for at that point but they were fresher but yeah max kept pushing for like a solid that middle bit of the race yeah um max kept increasing the distance between them we're all trying to figure out like what's your angle here man? like is there any chance that you can come back from this um and there wasn't <laughs> no and like we're just playing scenarios in our head like max is gonna have to pit yes but regard like he's doing so well right now that even if checo pits again or even if max comes out behind checo he's gonna have the new set of tires so he'll be fine yeah like a few laps ago so you started to see max just really I don't know. He he got it right. Like he got they he got their strategy yeah. right. Um and he was pushing his car, I think, a lot more than maybe Sergio was in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the play during this race was start on hards, go as long as possible on hards, then pit and like if you're one of the last few pittings, so the last two the last one was Max before that was Lewis. I was nervous for Lewis because he kind of came back in like P14. I was like, oh my gosh. But he was able to work his way through the grid quite quickly, mm-hmm. um, being on pressure tires. And then, like Caitlin said, like Max had no problem getting past Checo. No, there was, was like no fight. Pretty incredible, actually. And, um, oh, what did I have to say? Um, no, I lost my shirt. I will say Lewis had some really interesting, I think it was on Charles Leclerc, where he went on the inside. Yeah, they were, I was think tight. So I was and Lewis had some good back and forth. I was scared. It was like it, it was kind of the them going back and forth, and it was like interesting to have such big characters mm-hmm. kind of playing this around like what the fifth and seventh spot or something. Yeah, which you know, every point counts in the end. It is it what was, it is. Yeah, it was weeks. scary yeah. watching Lewis go on that inside that one time overturn. Um, there felt like there's no space. So, and then I think we ended up with a Max Checo Alonso podium again, mm-hmm. and we saw that coming with quite a few laps left. Like Max had um, caught up and beat Checo. No way Checo was going to try and catch up him at this point. Yeah. But there was like significant gaps between everyone at that point. Yeah, it was pretty like set in stone. Yeah. I would yeah. say like no one had. I would say with five laps left, like nothing was really going to happen. No. So like we, we saw that it was going to be, and we're going to be calling, well, okay, at least for these first five races, this has been our expectation of the podium, to be honest. Like Max in first, Checo second, and Alonso Alonso third. That is just kind of like, and we'll see how things shake up mm-hmm. once the teams do their upgrades for the next race. Um, if any changes in the standings or expectations change um but for now i'm just like this result is kind of boring because it's exactly what every race is and this felt like it could have been a race where it shook it up a little bit obviously with checo and in pole um that and max being in p9 although this is a good opportunity but it just didn't happen so uh no, okay, yeah. so what we did want to talk about was um, Max started P9, mm-hmm. and he was so fast getting his way up. Yeah. Versus Lewis starting in P13. Really he struggled. A lot slower to try and make up places. Lewis um, was stuck in a DRS train for so long. Like, and the only thing that broke it was when Alex Alvin went to go pit, and that's when there was finally some movement between all the four cars, but I mean, you know, not a bad race for Lewis, but looking where Max was able to go, you know that. And also, like, looking where Russell is. Yeah. Russell ended up pretty good. Russell ended up four, so. So, yeah, it just was more opportunity than five. 
Yeah, and honestly, we got the reinforcement from the post-race interview. They, Laura was interviewing um, Christian, and he was saying that like these teams, Aston Martin, Mercedes, Ferrari. and McLaren? No, I think they're Ferrari. Either or. <laughs> they're changing their cars, um, and we'll see. We'll see yeah. it for the next race. So, um, yeah, maybe Mercedes will come out like a crazy <laughs> force. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, but the end result for Miami, um, so we had Max, Q1, Ben Checo, um, Alonso, George, Carlos, Lewis, Leclerc, um, Pierre, and Esti Besti actually sold two points for Alpine, and they were both interviewed. Which is good also yep. because they did not complete the last race in the point. Yeah. Ooh, what was that really bad news for Mm-hmm. That was so. When we talk about action, Australia was fun, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, okay. So we got K Meg. Okay, K Meg. We do want to touch upon him too because he was in fourth after Polly, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, he did not hold on to it at the start of the race, yeah. and you know what? That's fine. So he's in a hoss, <laughs> but he came in tenth. So yeah, he did get that point. point. So you know what? Love you, K-Bag. He was introduced as a Danish Viking or something from LL Cool J. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Yuki 11. Yuki coming in 11 has been... <laughs> it's been good. Like, there's oh been boy. two races, at least two races. Oh where yeah, and he was 11. like, yeah. there was one time he was going to get 11, but then he got 10 because signs got a penalty. Signs and penalties, y'all. <laughs> That's a trend. That's happening. <laughs> Um, and then Stroll got 12, starting in the, what, 18? Yeah. Mediocrely, not so bad, you know. Um, Valtteri, 13. Um, Alex Albon. Nico, Joe Guanyu. Um, my typing when I was putting the notes in was wild. <laughs> um, I had a lot of spelling mistakes. So it's like, Norris came in, what, 17? But it's like, Noria. Um, but anyways, Norris got 17. And then Decrees, aka Decrees, 18th, Piastri in 19th, and Logan Sargent in 20th. So, um, though, yeah, and I did comment during the race that like the three newbies for this season are in 18, 19, 20. Yeah. They, I want them to shake things up more. Um, and this is not them shaking things up. Um, yeah, I agree. Not a great showing for the newbies in Miami, but that's okay. Um, what does this actually mean for the constructors and the drivers? So Max is still leading, which is mm-hmm. actually an opportunity for that to change. He's above 14 points. Right? Yeah. Because Max got fastest lap. Yeah. Um, Checo's in second, then uh, Fernando Alonso. Lewis Hamilton is somehow still holding on to the four, which I was really no. surprised. Like, how is he above George. George. Yeah, I was really, really surprised, but that's kind of where we're at with that one. And um, Red Bull is more than double the points of Aston Martin in second. Yeah. Like we, but Mercedes is really close to Aston Martin. And Ferrari's not far behind Mercedes. Yeah. And it comes down to that like consistency between teammates. So, um, you know, Stroll is not as strong as Alonso. So if Stroll could like finish more in the points, then they could Alonso did have another big brother moment, didn't he? During the yeah. race? He jumped on and said, Where's Lance? Or like, where's Stroll? Turn one's like a great move or something like that. I don't know. A great I think maybe what he meant is like turn one is a good place to make a move. Oh, I thought he was commenting on like, oh, was that him and turn? Yeah. Maybe. Like he made I a good know. move. You hear it. Whatever. Alonso being big brother. That's a cute little trend. So who are your winners? Um, I don't know about being like cliche and boring. Red Bull, of course. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I want to say K Megan Haas because it is a home race. Yeah. Yes. Let's say that. Um, and having a P4 during Poly is pretty impressive. What about you? You do a winner. <laughs> so my winner um since getting away from the rifle team but just specifically max he played i don't know he just drove really well um what's his face what's his name that's your principal christian thank you christian was saying that max never ever got more than five seconds um off of sergio's time um 
so even when he was in P9, he was just within that range almost all the time. So that really worked to his benefit um, completely. And then also being on a hard exam prep too, because that seemed to be the play. But yeah, I think in general, Max just had a flawless race, like really, really no mistakes, did all the right things to be where he was at, which is P1. Sure. And then a loser for me, um, I would say his teammate, Checo, uh, just because, you know, P2's not a bad thing. He's still in the contention for the driver's championship, but it just felt like this should have been his race and it just didn't happen. Um, it really, especially towards the end, he just felt so slow. And again, it's probably strategy calls with tires, but I just thought like, this is a race he could have easily won. He started on pole. Um, he just could have won. That's all. And he didn't, and then really didn't have the tires to do it in the end. So he seems fine with it though, which I was surprised. I was like, man, I would be so miserable about this. I would not be able to look at Max all the day. Oh, we also, um, everyone was saying that Sergio looks like Tom Cruise a lot. Yeah. I never once thought that. I still don't think that, <laughs> to be honest. So actually, you guys let us know. Are we not seeing it? Is it true? <laughs> um, but okay, so I think, I it's hard to think of a loser because it was kind of a mediocre board race. Yeah. To be honest. But I honestly, I want to say like maybe Carlos is a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, because we... He started P3. Yeah. And he ended up in fifth. Of course, Max coming through there. But, like, could you have beat Fernando someone Alonso. else? Yeah. yeah. And, like, could you have beat George? Like, could yeah. you have really put the fight on and, like, got that podium for Ferrari? Because, to be honest, well, oh, sorry. It's so hard to say. Maybe you just enjoy losing with Carlos. Because it's just like Leclerc's not showing up. And he had a really poor no. weekend, actually. So that's my two losers. Sorry, Ferrari. Yeah, and for me, uh, the other two, it's still the, the Alfa Romero's, just kidding. Huh. Um, I don't know what it is. They st- like, this is the fourth race, fifth race of the season. Still not really finishing the points. Well, like, there's like some Valtteri's supposed to be, I think, there like, to, like, lead. mentor Joe yeah. Wanu, like, as a new driver. And it's just, like, Valtteri's not stepping up to a plate at all. Mm-mm. And there was like some fun overtakes between sort of the back of the grid, but at the end of the day, like they didn't finish in the points. And Valtteri did try to keep off, hold off everyone, but it just didn't happen. So again, I don't know if it's driver, I don't know if it's car, I don't know if it's tires, but it just feels like they're not moving forward at the same rate that the other teams are. No, I don't think Valtteri. To be honest, like, and I'm kind of reflecting on like how he was a Mercedes and he was kind of mediocre in a great car in Mercedes. So he's mediocre um, in a bad car. In a, not in a good, good car. car. And yeah. he's not making up for that. And I think Joe Guan has actually Done been more for the team than Valtteri has. Um, yeah, I agree with that. So that's unfortunate, but yeah, that's one of my losers. Uh, we should bounce out a winner if <laughs> you pick up a winner you already picked hey meg uh ooh, who am i gonna say we can do the activity yeah alpine like i said both of them finishing the points obviously they want to be higher but judging that after australia in the last race like they really needed this or else you know it would be the more first time ever uh, they can get it yeah so it just feels like more yeah. of a team win right like yeah. even though yes they get points but at the end of the day it's like a team win also Pierre did well in qualifying too. I think he qualified P six. P five? P five or P six? I know he was up there. Yeah. Um so obviously like got lucky, but I, I felt really, really good for him. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. Okay. And to be honest, I don't think I have winners are losing. Like okay. it was just like kind of a typical Great. result. My question, I guess, is then if this is what the rest of the season is going to be, <laughs> what are we going to do? I know. I think Shanika and I are going to have to get pretty creative with what we spicing up this podcast. If the if the race isn't going to give us spice, yeah, we will find something. a way to bring you spice. Yeah, because I mean, 
of Red Bull 1-2. This is the best start they've ever had for any season ever. Um, it's boring. And Fernando Alonso, it's great to see him. Like, this is the third P3, no, the fourth P3 he's had. Mm-hmm. In five races. So, good to see, but it's also boring, right? So, I don't know. Just got to hope for something to shake out here. And hopefully these upgrades change something. And I hope these closer. upgrades change something. And I do hope some of these are. Like, I hope Charles just gets, like, a charge in him. Like, mm-hmm. just go for it, Charles. Um, and I hope someone like Lewis starts just absolutely flooring it, right? Like, you guys, give us something entertaining. Do it because you want to win, too, obviously. Yeah, but just do it. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but it definitely worries me sometimes. Yeah, but we have the race coming up next in Italia. It is a month. It is a month. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that next week? Yeah, I think Maybe. so. I think it's next week. We got three. Let's confirm back. before we say anything on the pod. Well, after we say it on the pod. <laughs> well, but um, Emma, I what did I type it in for? Impala. <laughs> no. <laughs> there we go. Okay, when is it? When is it? It's May 19th to 21st. Okay, so we got a week. So we have, yes, we have a break. That is nice. Mm-hmm. But then it's the triple header. I think that's why they were referring to triple header. Imola, yeah. Monaco, Barcelona. Busy. And also, Monaco, we know we'll be boring, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> Pacheco. It's <laughs> a thing. We at least know one of them will be boring for sure. I'm like, Imola, come on, Georgie. You gave us spice there before. Bring spice again. Yeah, let's see something. Um, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think, like, this does happen in F1, right? Like, you get into these, like, repetitive routines. Yeah. And it's like, of course, we're going to be watching. Like, y'all are going to be watching, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just as excited to see people do well, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know. Shanika and I do love a good spice. Yeah, we just want, I think it's not even spice in the way of like dangerous things happen, but also just in, we want other people to win. Like the whole reason why we they changed the regulation yeah. and made all these changes was to have more people. Exactly. That, that counts as spice. And it just hasn't mm. happened. So, yeah. <gasps> Yeah, so we shall see, and we will be watching in two weeks' time. Yeah. Are we going to try and do like a podcast? I think we should. There's yeah. like I have a few <laughs> ideas for like smaller ones that I think would be useful okay. for the F1 beginners. Just like a, what are the difference between the tires? How do Formula drivers actually make points? Okay, like, we can do a little mini pod, little little mini pod. Um, but until two weeks from now, or maybe later this week, next week, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll you updated. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, though. Seriously, like, that's how I'm trying to get in contact with all you guys. <laughs> I stopped pretty much the TikTok story. It's hard. It's so much effort. It's so much effort. Shout out to everyone that's doing videos on TikTok. Like, it is because you got to download the video, then you got to edit the video. Like, it's just a whole process. Like, yeah. Until we chat with you again. Yeah. Stay checkered, amigos. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.